Warning, this podcast discusses the books in detail. It may contain spoilers. Welcome to Books and Brunch, a book club turned podcast. We're so glad you joined us. I'm Katera. And I'm Kara. Let's sit and chat and snack a while. Merry Christmas, guys. It's Kara here um, with Books and Brunch. Yes, I am so excited for Christmas. Uh, it's a little weird this year, though. Is that just mm-hmm. me? No, it's like I'm really fast. And like we just put up our Christmas tree yesterday and it's a week and a half before Christmas. It's very odd. <laughs> I'm very much like November 1st. It's Christmas. And this year has not been like that. I mean, we've had some things going on, but... I just feel very much like, where is my Christmas spirit? And it makes me kind of <laughs> sad. But tonight we get to kick off our uh, Christmas traditions. And every year we get Krispy Kreme. And uh, we go see the lights. We go see Christmas lights in McCaddenville. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be really nice. I think that will help jumpstart my jolliness. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been weird pulling up to your house and not seeing the Christmas lights on the house and <laughs> there's just been there's been a lot of a lot. a lot of things going on. So Josh was like, I can either do this or I can put lights on the house. Please do the other things that need to be done right. versus the things we would like to be done. I know. And our weather here in Charlotte has been it's 64 today. Yeah, it's going to be 71 of a high. So, yeah, it does not feel like Christmas what at in all. The world? <laughs> yeah. That makes me sad a little. They showed on um, Good Morning America snow in California, and Jackson was like, Is it going to snow here? And I was like, mm, probably, probably not. not. <laughs> yep. And he was really sad. It does not snow often here. No. I wish if it did snow, it would at least stay around for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So people, one, remember that it snowed. Because you're like, did it snow last uh-huh. year? And it might have flurried for an hour and then it was mm-hmm. gone. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I would hope that if it snowed, it stuck around for a couple of days. And mm-hmm. like the kids had a snow day for school. I know that would be really nice. Right. But now everything comes through an app for us. It all comes from an app. And so the principal will send something out. Hey, we are closed due to weather. But do you remember sitting in front of the TV as a yes. kid? <laughs> waiting for this scroll to come around. And, and my like, hometown my started with an S. So I would have to sit and sit. Virginia Beach. Right. <laughs> sit. And, sit. and you'd be like waiting with anticipation. And, you don't blink. and our town never canceled. Because he was from, like, Colorado, our superintendent, and so he was like, psh, this is nothing. This is nothing. Right. And so we'd just be sitting there, and then I, or I would, rather, and, and then I'd be like, oh, got to go to school. Right? <laughs> when I, I, the, I don't have very many memories of when I was very young, living in New York, but I went to kindergarten in New York, and we're from upstate originally, and, uh, but I will never forget walking to school. Mm-hmm. in the snow <laughs> with my brother mm-hmm. and there were just like the plows would make these giant walls of snow that were taller than me at the time mm-hmm. um so I always joke with the kids that like you know when your grandparents said you walked to school mm-hmm. uphill both ways mm-hmm. it kind of felt like that when you were a kid mm-hmm. which makes me think of our favorite Christmas movie a Christmas story yes <laughs> 
with Randy in his big old snowsuit, oh and he can't even put his arms down. <laughs> Oh my god! And I watch all twenty four hours, and it drives Ronnie nuts. Josh decided this morning he wants so we have all of our favorite movies are stored on our hard drive, mm-hmm. so we don't have to worry about a disc. Mm-hmm. And with children, if you have them, you know that they, they scratch will them, scratch them, break them, lose them, put them in. Your They're unplayable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he saved them all to our hard drive, and so he was like, "I want to find a way to make." A rolling playlist for Christmas Day. Oh, that would be fun. And just play all of them in succession, like mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but no, totally, I totally get that. Then um, El- there's Elf, of course. But oh yes, oh I have a I have a leg lamp. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite thrift store finds. <laughs> I paid nine dollars for it, which is pricey if you find it something in a thrift store. Mm-hmm. Um, but it works, and she's beautiful. Fragile. Um That might have to be the title. Right? <laughs> Seriously. We got a lot of hits off of Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. So, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm just, I'm ready for my Christmas spirit. Next week, we do all of our baking. Uh, ooh. Maybe I won't. I have some recipes that I've like tweaked over the years and perfected. And I'm like, I don't know that I want to share that. It's fine. It's a family one. But I am going to make, I Josh found a recipe for copycat uh, Chick-fil-A chocolate chip cookies. Oh. And we love those. Mm-hmm. So we're trying that this year. And then I'm making those Italian cookies, sugar cookies covered in sprinkles, which I made them last year for the first time. And they were phenomenal. I think I made ricotta Cookies, the Anaset cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I made those last year. I don't know if I'm going to have the energy to do it this year, but we started to do sugar cookies with Jackson and doing the cookie like cutters. Cut yep. Um, and I still have. So I bought for Thanksgiving these, like, Chris, you know, those, like, I think these ones might be still be Pillsbury, but they come in, like, the roll or whatever, and yeah, you just you cut slice them and, and bake them. Well, these ones are already sliced, and you just. Put right. them in the oven. Put them on a pan. So I had bought them for Thanksgiving, and then we didn't get to them because I made a boo-boo and forgot about the cinnamon rolls. And so I had oh, to make yeah, cinnamon yeah. rolls from scratch. And then you were at our house for Thanksgiving. Yes. So, and we, like, we were going to do it on Black Friday, and then we didn't do it. And so we still have the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah. He and won- then I make trash, which is basically like Muddy Buddies, but... We know it is trash. It's super easy, and Ronnie loves it, and everyone at work really loves it. All it is is Chex Mix, peanut butter, butter, and, like, chocolate chips, chocolate chips melted. You right. mix it into the Chex and then put it in a trash bag and oh. then put the confectioner's sugar in. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, we just do it in, like, a gallon Ziploc, but, yeah, it's the same thing. Although you said trash, and the first thing I thought of is, um, it's so first off, it's weird that your brain makes these odd connections, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where men are like, women have spaghetti brain. So you said trash, and I immediately thought of my uncle had a girlfriend. Her name is Kim, or was Kim, um, and I haven't, I mean, I don't know where she is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kim always made something called garbage bread. Oh, and is I, it like monkey bread or something? No, I, basically it was a giant calzone. Like oh. you would just take pizza dough or 
there, I mean, she would just buy or make mm-hmm. fresh dough, mm-hmm. lay it out, roll it into a rectangle, and then you just filled it with whatever the heck you felt like. Hmm. And they called it garbage bread. And it was the weirdest <laughs> name. And I'm like, that does not sound appealing at all. But the other day I kind of had this thing and I was like, oh, I should try to make that sometime. I've never made it. Um, but I don't know how often I've ever thought of that phrase, right. garbage bread. Right. Um, but you said that in my brain made this odd connection. Mm-hmm. But Both of are really good snacks for reading, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Just pick at. Muddy- so we have next week, we're making Muddy Buddies. I'm making my homemade peanut butter cookies. This is one I've tweaked and tweaked and tweaked, and they are amazing. (laughs) We're making the Chick-fil-A copycat cookies. We are making the Italian sugar cookies with sprinkles. And... You guys do sugar cookies, too. Yeah, we're doing the sugar cookie cutouts. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are tradition. Josh and I did it when we were first married, before we had kids. Mm -hmm. We used to do it, and we would give them to our neighbors. So the kids always look forward to that. I do the rest of the baking. They'll help with Muddy Buddies, and then the cutouts will be for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But we like to do it, like, the week leading up to Christmas, and then they can tuck a couple in their stocking or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, or there's some on a quote-unquote, plate for Santa, which we all know that I will eat. Yep. And that's okay. Although Levi's still convinced that they're Santa, even though Josh has said, you know, you know mom and dad bought your presents, right? You you know that? (laughs) But Santa will bring another one. No. (laughs) It'll be a really nice surprise, because I don't think he knows any, any of his gifts, but... um. The other day, he just was like, no, Santa will bring me one. We've used Santa's behavior. Leverage. (laughs) Yes. And when we're in the store, you know, I was telling a few of, like, my friends and stuff that when you become a parent, you become, like, ultra creative about things. Like, Mm -hmm. things just, like, you become witty in some ways. Like, not all the time, but so we were in Target. (laughs) Jackson wanted to look in the toy section and I was like oh buddy we can't because these they put them in the store because sometimes Santa runs out of materials and he has to go to the store and he has to get them so if we get them then there won't be any toys for Santa to buy do we want to do that he was like no (laughs) it's so funny that almost three he's all he's already like piecing that oh no no if I get them he can't yep Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you, Wit. Right? (laughs) Yeah, it is funny how, like, sporadic you have to, like, you really put on the spot. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and, uh, yeah, you're just really put on the spot. And a lot of parents, I freeze sometimes. I have to rely on Josh. Josh and I have this agreement that if I crack and I start laughing hysterically at something the kids have done, he's got to keep a straight face. One of us has to be Mm -hmm. in control. Mm -hmm. But if he loses it, I have to control myself, and that is really difficult. Um, yeah, I just, there's all, I could mm-hmm. ramble off some things our kids have done, mm-hmm. and just, like, we've had to keep it together, like yesterday. <laughs> but Josh was sleeping for that. I don't know if you want to talk about that, but. No, that's good. We're good. <laughs> but her little one said something hysterical, and then I had to share it with everyone, and it was one of those things that I just was like, I had to be stone-faced. I had to have no reaction. When you're like, where did you learn that word? Right. Where did you get that? 
Um, but it's one of those things that, like, when they say something inappropriate, especially when they use it in the right context, mm-hmm. to kind of, like, keep yourself gathered. Mm-hmm. Because if you laugh, they will repeat it. Yep. I will never forget Ami was probably a year old. And he was in the backseat of our car making weird babbly sounds, right? And all of a sudden, he just starts saying curse words over and over and over and over and over. And Josh and I just died. We were sitting in the front seat, and we just died laughing. And then he repeated it a million times because he thought, we thought it was hilarious. <laughs> so so yesterday, when yours said that statement, I just was like, wow. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, what you said is not accurate. <laughs> God, I hope not. And with whom? Right. But anyway. Um, but yes, no, <laughs> he was hilarious without trying to be. He is quite the personality at three. Oh, Lord, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So. Well, should we talk about our book? Yes. Okay, so this month for our Christmas episode, we're talking about the Christmas bookshop by Jennifer... I think it's Jenny. I wrote Jennifer, but I think it's Jenny. Um, Jenny Colgan. And it is another English novel. We like our English novels. It is brand spanking new. And we, we had to we had to get it on pre-order. Yes. Um, and the book is the physical book is like a gorgeous cover. And oh, it's course, beautiful. It'll be we'll, on our we'll Instagram. Share some pictures. Yeah. Yes. Um and um I think we can get started. Oh, and our snack. So I don't want to say that we were lazy, but I think in the Christmas time, sometimes you don't have to always make your snack. I think right. it's good to just snack on the things that you like. And so we're here at breakfast time. And so Kay got us a cheese Danish. And it's delicious. And then I picked up these, uh, oh, what were they called? Caramel bourbon. Mm-hmm. Muffins. And they're really yummy. Thank you, Harris Teeter. Mm-hmm. Sponsor us. Right. <laughs> or Kroger, because they're the parent company. Oh, this is true. Although, if Harris Teeter doesn't start selling my favorite wine, I might boycott it. Your Harris my Teeter ha- doesn't. It's so weird to me. Like, I can go Ours to- does. Right. Your Harris Teeter carries it, and there's one in university that carries it, but the one that's five minutes from my house, that is the largest one in the state, does not carry it. And I've even talked to whoever, who I talked That's to someone who was stocking, right? And they brought someone over and they were like, what is it called? And I pulled up a picture. This is it. Please carry it. We drank it on this, on this podcast. We did. It's so yummy. But anyway, but I, we love Harris Cedar. They're fantastic. Yes, they are. All right. So this book starts out that um, we are introduced to our main character, Carmen. And she's talking with her mom about what they're going to do for Christmas. And mom says, well, we're going to your sister's house in Edinburgh. Um, And they're talking about this in August. I never plan that for (laughs) for Christmas. No. Um, We're like three weeks in advance going, oh, yeah, we're staying home. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And then at this, and, and yeah, I think... We don't get into this yet, but Carmen gets a pink slip from the department store that she's working at. Yeah. And it's called Dunstan's. Um, And so now she's unemployed and anticipating the holiday and going to her sister's house, 
Who is very successful. Right. Who has, who appears to have it all together. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's got the house, the husband, kids, and still she has time for yoga and <laughs> whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Carmen feels a little intimidated. Mm-hmm. Um by her sister and her success mm-hmm. and so she's like do I really have to do this mm-hmm. and so then we meet Sophia who is Carmen's sister and at this point it doesn't say like timeline wise like if we've fast forwarded to November or October right. or where we are but Sophia is decorating her house for Christmas um, and thinks about Carmen's situation and their strained relationship because I think there's some years between them. Um, And so um, we get kind of a glimpse that they don't have the best relationship as sisters. Right. Um, And Sophia is the older of the two. Yeah. And I I will say I have two sisters and I can completely relate to that. Just the tension or the perception of well she must think she's so much better than me so I can imagine Carmen's probably like she probably thinks she's so much better than me Mm -hmm. she's got her whole life together and I just got fired right so mom is trying to brainstorm as much as she can so Carmen lives with her mom and she gets upset with her mom because her mom is like you know your sister is upset for reasons. Like, you know, I think one of the kids had their, like, first communion or something, and she right. didn't. You didn't even come. No card, nothing. Um, and so, oh, no, it was a birthday. It was a birthday. But I think there was a first communion also right, that they, she. They, right, they briefed. She briefed didn't miss, or she missed. Um, and so Carmen gets upset that her mom is, like, siding with Sophia. Right. Don't gang up on me. Right. And so then their mom asks Sophia, please help her. Right. Do something. What can you do to help anything? And so where they live, it seems like it's kind of like um, saturated for like the job market and everything. Right. And so Edinburgh is much more like hustle bustle. There's a lot more happening there. Right. Um, And so she says, please get... Carmen a job there um, because there's nothing here. Right. She's just going to flounder and we don't know what more to do. Right. Um, so then Sophia agrees to this and she is a lawyer and she has, a, I think she's a finance or a corporate lawyer or something of that nature. Right. And she has a client, Mr. McCready, who ha- owns a bookshop. Young Mr. McCready. Yes. <laughs> And um, he is struggling financially. Right. It's going under. Yes. That if by Christmas they don't make a certain amount of money, any money, that he will lose the shop. Right. And with Carmen's um, experience in retail, Mm -hmm. she, Sophia kind of puts together and is like, bingo, this is Mm -hmm. a good mix. She can stay here. She can work in the shop and hopefully turn it around some that they will make some money to survive another year right by the way this muffin i think has like bacon in it bacon and it's really good (laughs) 
Sorry. Um, so Carmen mm, doesn't necessarily agree, but she doesn't have any choice. And so she goes right. to Edinburgh um, to see what Sophia can do to help her. Mm-hmm. Okay, question. Mm-hmm. Is it Edinburgh or Edinburgh? I don't know. I was thinking Edinburgh, but you know how you read things in, uh-huh. your, in, your, in your brain? Mm-hmm. And I was saying Edinburgh, so it's interesting to hear you say Edinburgh because I wouldn't have thought to say it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember. We'll have to Google it. We will. So when she gets to Sophia's house, she's like, holy crap. And she's it's perfect. Super, super impressed with it. Um, and they kind of get along when she first gets there. Mm-hmm. It's pleasantries, though. Right. It's very surface. Yep. Um... And Carmen is, like, very awkward. And not awkward in how she interacts. I think she just feels awkward being, like, on the sidelines and seeing this perfect family kind of in their routine. Right. And um, she just doesn't know how to kind of be with them. Right. How to, um, right. How to insert herself in a way that she'll feel included rather than an outsider in the basement. Right. And then we get introduced to the nanny, <laughs> Skylar. The nanny. Um, and she comes into the scene, and she is strict is an understatement, but that was the word I had when right? I was writing my note. <laughs> um, and Sophia tells Carmen about the bookstore and her plan. And she is uh, pissed off. Right. <laughs> You want me Her. to do what? Right. Oh, it's wild. They might be candy pecans. Oh, okay. Maybe. There's something, but it's really good. Sorry. It, no, it's good. <laughs> it's so soft, too, that muffin. It is. It's crumbling. Mm. Yeah, we squirreled. Um, but, yeah, so I really love, um, because she's stubborn, and I can relate to that, um, <laughs> that Carmen's like, fine, I'm not going to like it. But I'll do it because I'm yep. here. What else am I going to do? Right. And so she goes to her first day at work at the book bookshop. And can we talk about her walk to the bookshop? <laughs> so the sister's like, Sophia's like, well, you just go this way and go this way and go this way. Mm. By the way, Sophia is like eight months pregnant. Oh, this is true. With baby number three. Four. Oh, four. Why do I only remember two? Oh, no, no, no Two girls right. and a boy. And a boy. Um, and so Carmen's like, fine, I'll walk. And she's like, well, why don't you take my coat? And she's like, no, I don't need it. Thank you very much. I have a coat. Mm -hmm. And her sister, Sophia, is trying to put like a giant parka thing on her. And she's like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. (laughs) Stubborn as all get out. And so she decides she's going to walk to work because there's no, she can't rent a car. There's no taxis. There's no trains. There's no buses. You just walk. Right. And I feel like... A little bit, like it's like walking through Hogwarts. Like, she just has this mm-hmm. moment where she's like, oh my gosh, it is so beautiful down here. Mm-hmm. All of the shops are decorated for Christmas. Mm-hmm. All of, you know, there's people walking, holding hands, mm-hmm. and whatever. And it just felt so magical to me mm-hmm. that she Victoria's just has this moment. Street. Right, that she has this moment like, okay, I could do this. I could be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she gets to the bookshop and <laughs> it's just, it's a dump. <laughs> it's a dump. <laughs> so she doesn't even know it's a store. First of all, when she gets there, she's like, right. 
this is this is it? it right and it's like wall no ceiling to floor wall to wall books S- piles of them and they're not organized at all <laughs> they're organized I in a think very bizarre so, fashion this is really fun so my uncle was a book enthusiast of all kinds, okay? Very similar to young Mr. McCready, <laughs> that he would just buy books. And he read every single one of them, but he had stacks in my grandmother's um, basement. I mean, he had um, some bookshelves, and then it started to get, like, out of hand. And so I imagine, and it's dusty and, like, I mean, she's I coming from this. I po- cobwebs and the dust right. floating through the air and... Right, and she's coming from Dunstan's, which is like Macy's. Uh, right, it's which a high-end retail. Yeah, I mean, beautiful, gorgeous, like... Right, the window displays, right. And, right, all of the things. Right. And she walks in the here and is like, oh, good Lord. And then she has to find him, because he's not, like, sitting at a cash register waiting for customers to come in. Right, it's empty. It feels he's like, hiding. are they closed? <laughs> um... And so she, he says to her that Sophia assured him that Carmen would be able to save the shop. And now Carmen is like, Time what? out what? Right. Right. And so she was kind of like pissed when she left the house. But then she goes back home and she's like, I can't believe you did this. Yes. Right. You think I'm going to be the one that turns this around? I thought I was just helping. Well, she's helping in a bigger way, she thought, than she thought. Yes. So then Carmen talks to her friend Idra, Idra, how would you say it? I was thinking Idra. Idra, um, about the bookstore. And I think she's in the bookstore, like, trying to, like, clean it up a little bit while she's talking. And she's, she says that it's, like, really a dismal and impossible job. She's right. like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So she finds out that Mrs. Marsh, who was her boss at... Dunstan, yep, and is like super strict. Like that's it has to be perfect. The bows have to be done just so, and right. all that six inch ribbon curls. Yes, <laughs> yes, and that now she lives in Edinburgh, Edinburgh, mm-hmm. um, because she is not a missus. She is actually single. She's like cat lady right but she calls herself <laughs> mrs marsh to get clout for sure and i can imagine in some in some spaces and in some eras being an, being an older single woman is like oh you must be a spinster uh-huh <laughs> um and so i think she's trying to like give herself a little one up by oh i'm mrs right and she actually ends up coming into the shop oh yeah <laughs> And so Carmen finds Mr. McCready in this other area of the store. It's like, so what we find out about the store, and this is kind of early, too early. We don't find it out now, but it's kind of like a mazed sort of house. That It's a house. It's like a brownstone house that you would typically think of in England. And um, they, he has like, a pocketed like storage room over here, and then there's like bedrooms, right? On and then maze another back spa. to a sitting room, right? And so she finds him in one of these like random rooms, um, and he's sobbing. 
And so she says, I I will promise to stay here until Christmas. Um, and so she gets kind of like, she feels kind of bad for him. Right. And I feel like she kind of rallies after this. Like, she's like, okay, I will do what I can as much as I can in the time we have. Can't guarantee anything, but we'll try. And I feel like she kind of rallies after this moment. Like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to try really hard. We're not just going to like, you know, we're going to really put effort into it. And I think she does a really good job in this original, like, gusto moment of mm-hmm. let's get this place cleaned up so part of the agreement with staying with sophie is that she also not only has to work at the shop but she has to kind of take care of the kids when skylar has things to do well it turns out skylar has all kinds of things to do mm-hmm. um so this is carmen's first time taking care of the kids by herself so she takes them to the shop to help clean yep and at first they're like, excuse me, what? Okay, so I I think of them very much like, uh, I'm trying I'm to think of... I'm thinking of them like the Mary Poppins kids. I Yes, right, like very prim and proper. You want me to do what? I'm going to get dirty. Mm-hmm. And so she tells her, she tells her sister, she's like, hey, I would really, I think they could be helpful. And mom at first is like, mm, yeah, I don't think that's going to work. And then all of a sudden she's like, make sure you put... Play clothes on that you don't mess up your nice dress. Because she realizes I'm going to get a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. And a little hard work. You do whatever you're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hard work is good. Yes. And actually the kids like kind of have fun. I mean, it's tiring. They get back and I mean, they just like crash, pass, pass out. But Sophia realizes in this moment that she does need her sister Mm-hmm. Um, when she is, like I said, like eight months pregnant, ready to pop any time. And, um, and so, uh, in another, I think it was the next day, she's at the bookshop, Carmen, and a sales reps come in, a sales rep comes in. Um, and she is like, she kind of talks to Carmen about maybe giving her the idea to, like, rebrand the shop to, like, a Christmas theme. Was it a woman or a guy? Um, I don't remember. Maybe the she is Carmen. That she kind of, something occurs that they are, like, asking about Christmas stuff and then right. Carmen has this idea to sort of like rebrand into a Christmas. Oh, I thought you were talking theme. about the sales rep. And I was like, I thought you were saying she in regards to the sales rep. And I was like, wait, I thought it was a man mm-hmm. that whole time. <laughs> and, um, and then she goes back home and her sister and she are just still right struggling. They're trying to figure their, They're, it's very out. tense. And I think so. Um, I think Carmen, well, the space that she's been given is in the basement. And so I think she kind of feels like, well, the there help. you go. Right. Like the hired help mm-hmm. versus. And she actually says that to her at one point. Right. Um, and. Um, but then Carmen walks in during dinner and asks about decorations. Like, do you have any extra decorations that yeah. I can bring to the over shop. to this shop to help? Um, and Sophia says, actually. I rent all my decorations. Which, I mean, I know that's a thing, but that just makes me a little sad. Like, Mm -hmm. 
it I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. That kind of like how my what my brain processes that as. Well, and I think in so I found Carmen to be a little bit too angsty at times and was like, God, oh, just get over it. Like, right. Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, I, but I can see that like Sophia's that would come across as really pretentious to me. Like, oh, you rent them. Right. Someone comes and decorates and whatever. Right. Um, and then they come and take them down for her. I mean, that would be lovely, but it does feel very, like, very pretentious, like, mm-hmm. like out of my reach. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, they start, they're, like, talking, and they're okay. Like, again, still surfacy, Right. Um, but Carmen asks to know more about Mr. McCready. She's curious about him. Um, and I think they talk a little bit about some of his, like, family history. He comes from kind of a well-to-do family. Yeah, that his grandfather was an explorer in the Arctic, and they set up, like, a research station. Uh, but no one remembers them because no one died during this expedition. Right. And they were like, well, only the ones where people died got coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mr. McCready's dad was a little bit of an explorer and a book lover. Um... And so, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting to hear more about his backstory because he is very, like, walled. Yes. Um, Introverted, isolated. Mm -hmm. So she goes back to the bookshop the next day, and she decides to kind of get to know Mr. McCready a little bit better. And she asks to get his decorations that he has from his attic. And so when she gets Oh, in- she goes to the basement first. Oh. They go to the basement and he's like, Well, they must be in the attic. And so she goes up to the she goes attic. up to the attic. Yep. But yes. And she finds a train. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they set she sets it up in the window as a display and he's kinda like, What are you doing? And she's like, ah, I told you to let me do my thing. Yeah, you gotta trust me. Um and so he does. And she starts to kind of get into it, like, oh, this is kind of neat. And um, and so she pulls books about trains up to the front and mm-hmm. makes pretty displays and books about Christmas and trains. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I need like a dozen copies of the Polar Express because that's perfect. It fits right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and she really is excited about bringing kids in mm-hmm. um, with the window display. And one of her nieces had even said, you should do story time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can I just say I died when story time occurs because it was not how I expected that to right. go. And that night she had like a really bad dream about like this woman telling her that she like wasn't gonna make it and right. But then she has story time for the first time, and it's packed. There are so yes. many people because Sophia, her sister, had kind of thrown it out into this mommy's group in a text. And was like, hey, they're going to do story time at um, whatever, the McCready library, you know, the McCready bookshop. Um, They're going to do story time. And so the shop is full of children. And Mr. McCready is, like, freaking out because he doesn't want them to touch his train set. Right. And they're kids. If there was a train set, Jackson would be all in it. Don't touch that. Okay, I touched it. Like. Right. (laughs) And so... She picks a book, but I don't think she quite read the book or didn't realize, but it's like right. a frightening book. It's and, Christmassy. But the like character dies. Right. <laughs> Tragically. Right. 
I mean, and it's very, it's a little vague. And I think that's kind of how, like, she's like, wait, what, what was that? Because it talks about whatever, uh, a girl in the snow with naked feet. And one of the boys is like, naked feet? She's like, yeah, she's barefoot without any, um, without any, um, like without a jacket or whatever. And so one of the girls is like, she froze to death. Oh my God. Right. And then there's one little girl that is like, that was a great book. Thank you. <laughs> and her mom is like, she hasn't spoken in weeks. Right. Thank you. She really enjoyed your scary tale. <laughs> right. And then we meet Oki. Oh, yeah. I think that's how you say his name. It's spelled O-K-E. Right. And, um, he's, and he's Brazilian. Yes. And he is a dendrologist. Right. What kind <laughs> of word is that? He studies and, trees. Yes. Um, and it made me immediately makes me think of the Lorax. Right. He's like, I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. <laughs> <laughs> so then she's getting all these like people just coming in and he so Oki gets um he orders like a special book and she's like, Oh, okay. Right. You know. I'll special order that for yeah. you. And then a publicist publicist comes in for a famous best selling author. And she call or the publicist calls the bookshop and asks if they can use the shop as a backdrop for the TV promo. Right. And so Carmen negotiates time for a book signing. Like, yes. If they do, if they do a signing, which is smart. Right. And so she orders a ton of his books. um, And then she starts to kind of, feel like more part of her family too. Right. She's like coming in and out from home and work and um and then the author comes and it is very successful. His name is Blair. I think it was was it Pennington? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember the last name, but his first name is Blair. And um the author requests that Carmen takes him to lunch. And she's like, uh, okay. Sure. So she goes to lunch, and it's very weird. He orders all kinds of exquisite food, like, or exotic. Let's say exotic. Like oysters. Yeah, no. And, like, weird, (laughs) pretentious food. Right. And he's American. And she's like, this is not... She's like, this is so awkward. And then he propositions her to go upstairs. And she's like... No. No, thanks. <laughs> Creep. <laughs> right. Um, And so that kind of ends that there. And he kind of gets offended by that. and Which right. which is a little dumbfounding, right? It, like, it, it makes you stop and pause. Like, he's offended that a woman he just met said no to him propositioning her. Get off right. your high horse. Right, <laughs> right. You are not any better than any other man who would proposition a woman and she turned you down. Right. Just like suck it up. Be like, oh, well. Yep. On, on to, to the, the next. next. Right. <laughs> right. And that also feels a little creepy. Yeah. So we learn that Sophia is very tired in her pregnancy. And so Carmen makes dinner and it's um, quite unhealthy. Comparatively to what Skylar would Oh, yeah, because Skylar's like five servings of vegetables and all yeah, of these things. she makes all these weird smoothies. No sweets. And, and I mean, no sweets. None. None. Yep. 
And um, there is what they call a thunder show, <laughs> a.k.a. thunderstorm. And Phoebe, one of the girls, comes to find comfort from Carmen. And it's really sweet, and Carmen kind of takes her and brings her upstairs, and they have some chocolate. And... Right. Hey, that's what aunties do. I mean, no offense. <laughs> that's what we, although I do, we're going to put a limit on that. <laughs> well, you know, kids. I mean, the, yes. they get one and they end up like Sarah, my daughter. Four pounds of chocolate later. A four pound <laughs> bag of chocolate after Halloween. And I found her in a sugar coma. Not really in a sugar coma, but like she was, it was comedic. Like she was surrounded <laughs> with candy wrappers passed out in her bed. And I'm like, what is happening here? I mean, she was laying that on That would have been pieces. a good blackmail picture, oh my by gosh, the way. It would have been fantastic. But yeah, so it makes me think of that. Like she's yes. like, Auntie's got you. Like, right? We're gonna have a little girl time. Have some, have some conversation. We'll have some chocolate. Mom does right. not need to know. Right. And then Carmen gets some text messages from Blair, and so she decides to meet him at the bookshop because his flight has been canceled because it's a big snowstorm. Right. Um. And he's really mad because he can't get out. He's supposed to be going back to L.A. They go to this, like, coffee shop. And Oki also, like, comes by and is like, oh, hey. And so she talks to him. And Blair becomes super jealous about it. Which is funny to me because he has no stake in the game. At all. She's already said no. Right. (laughs) Like. Right. Um. So Blair then drops Carmen off at the bookshop and again says, do you want to come back with me? And she again declines. No be, no means no. Right. I tell my kids that let your no be no and your yes be yes. If you say no, I'm going to take you at your no. Mm-hmm. You can't come back and change your mind later. And so um, Skylar is like super... <coughs> I put pretentious. She blows up. Like, she has this, like, oh, my gosh, and la, 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 la. And so she, like, storms off or has to go to school or, I don't know, something. And Carmen and Sophia then get some bonding time together. Um, and she tells, Carmen tells Sophia about Blair and that she, she's kind of interested. Um, she's kind of playing hard to get, but it's also like, dude, I just met you. Like, right, for sure. Um, but she gets some text messages from him and Sophia says, well, tell him he can come stay over here. He can, you know, we have an extra room. We have a, we have a guest room. And then she goes, oh, oh, so you're going to let someone else who's not even part of the family right. live in this guest right. room and I, I get to, to be in, in the, the basement. basement. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but she does. She invites him over and he comes over and Skylar comes home from school and flirts with Blair. Of course. I mean, he's right up her alley. Yes. And so Carmen gets really upset. Um, and Blair again says, well, come back with me. Right. And she um, says, no, no. Like now she's like, no, you are with this one now. Sure. Take her. Take her and go. I don't like her anyway. 
<laughs> and so Carmen and Sophia admit that they are really enjoying each other's company. And um, so Carmen then decides, like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to walk him out. And he kisses her, I think. And then the kids see it. But she's that's when she, like, declines the offer, I think. Right. And then all of a sudden he comes back around in his cab and picks up none other than Skylar. Like, can we just can we just discuss the playing the field here? Right. Like. Uh, You're that desperate. Right. We're just going to go around and around and around in circles. No, thank you, sir. Right. Um, and so Carmen and Sophia get this like bet, like, do you think she'll be back in time for the kids to pick to like get them ready for school? No. And she is. <laughs> Um, hey, and, she's got her job to do. She did it. But she brags about Blair. I mean, disgustingly so. Oh, he's so great. And, oh. Right. And so Carmen goes to work and she's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to decorate. and Putting I'm it out gonna, of my mind. Yeah. And then Oki comes in. Um, I think he was picking up his book at that point. And he says, come to this, I think it's a museum. It was kind of hard to tell what it was, but they had, like, a light show there. Okay. Like a planetarium? No. It was kind of like... I was trying to think of... what I put museum in quotes in my notes because it wasn't quite a museum, but it was sort of like... It probably wasn't to the extent of a planetarium, but something similar right, in some... what they did. Right. Um, and so she goes uh, to the light show and really enjoys herself. Mr. Brazilian. Yes. Exotic. Um, but Carmen is continuing to help out with Sophia's children and, and working at the bookshop <clears throat> when this European couple come into the shop. And they have these old letters addressed from the shop's address. And Mr. McCready is like, nope, 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 get out. <laughs> right. Like, what in the world? And so um, that has importance later. <laughs> uh, Carmen attends one of the... So they're on this Victoria Street. And I think of about it like in a small town, a main street. Right, very where, quaint. Yes, they have all these small shops, and it's a very, like, um, close-knit, like, neighborhood, and so they have these, like, block parties, but they're not block parties at right. the same time. Each shop hosts, like, a party on a different night, and so she goes to one of these parties and finds out that they're part of, like, a coven. <laughs> they're, like, witches. <laughs> And she leaves early and decides, I'm going to text Blair. she's like, this is not my scene. <laughs> right. And um, then when she gets home, Skylar says, well, Blair never mentioned you. Yes. I can imagine she would want to punch her in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then so Carmen that night has the dream again with the woman on the train. Right. And she continues to text Blair. And at this point, it's just kind of like. Can we put. Feisty flirting. Like, right. 
it's not quite flirting, but it's like, you know how like brother and sister texts about like stupid stuff, like making fun of each other and sure. that kind of thing, like those, like that kind of stuff. Um, <clears throat> and Carmen volunteers to take the children to a fair. It's like a Christmas fair. Um, how she was able to wrangle three children who were probably under the age of 12, maybe. Right. That's what I kind of gathered. Like, I think the youngest, Jack, is like four or five. Right, and the older ones are like 10 and 12 something. or 9 and 11. Yeah, it's something But like I totally that. get it. It's a handful. I have. Yeah, I, I was, and I mean, she was really successful with that, which I was like, dang, I can't even wrangle my three-year-old <laughs> Um, but she takes them, and Oki is there. Of course. Um, and he invites her to experience this, like, choir concert. And it is very moving for her. I mean, she's got, like, tears just streaming down her face. Um, and he wants to make a move on her. Well, yeah. He thinks she's cute, and he likes her. And she's sobbing in the, in the audience. <laughs> right. And this girl, Dahlia, who is one of the, I think, owners of another shop, um, is also there. And she kind of, like, paws at Oki. And so sure. Carmen's like, oh, okay. Like, like, she's interested in Oki, but Oki's interested in Carmen. Right. So he's like, please leave me alone. I'm not interested in you. <laughs> um, and then at that point, Carmen gets a call from Blair. Um. <sighs> But Carmen is a little jealous of what's going on between Oki and Dahlia. Right. Um, and between Blair and Skylar. Well, yes. And so Blair, in his call, requests that Carmen have another story time. <laughs> I, just, so, I, I mean, I can't eye roll enough when we talk about Blair because he just, yes. just he just feels so cocky. So he decides to write a children's book. Now he writes like these like self-help books. That's what his books right. are about. And so she said he says to her like I'm going to I'm trying to pitch this new Christmas book or children's book and it will right. be released next Christmas but I'm giving you the exclusive to right. help you out Would too. Would you read it to the kids? And so she's like, "Okay, okay sure." And so <laughs> Um, but that she can kind of tell that he only kind of contacts her for what he wants. It's not really like he likes her for her. Right. It's very one-sided <laughs> and it's very much, what can you do for me? Yes. So Carmen reads the story. <laughs> this made me giggle and it is not very good. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's like super hard to follow. Um, all the kids are like, what just happened? What? I mean, <laughs> um, we've read books like that that I'm like, I cannot follow what is going right. on here. I need to like pivot. And so I wrote that the kids are not impressed. And one <laughs> of the parents is like, are you having a Christmas party at the store? And so I think that kind of gets right, Carmen's the other wheel spinning because she's like, well, now I've got to recover from this terrible book. <laughs> Um, and so she comes home and tells Sophia everything. And in the midst of their conversation, Carmen twists Sophia's words and becomes really defensive. So this is what I mean when I say, like, there are times when I'm like, Carmen, are you like 12? Are you 14? Right. Like, are we seeking out? over it. Right. 
Um, because she makes comments about how Sophia, like, feels bad for her and that she's only there to, like, do her dirty work. And it's not that right. at this point. You can tell that Sophia's like, no, 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 no. Like, I really felt like you were the person for this job, that you have the skill to do what needs, right. what is necessary. Um, and so Carmen goes back to the shop and she tries to figure out what's kind of going on. Um, and Phoebe calls her from home and asks if she's going to come home, um, because she misses her because they get in this blow up and Carmen like storms out of the house. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so Pippa, who is the other little girl, she's the younger. So I think it's Phoebe, Pippa, and then Jack. Right. That's the one. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, and Pippa encourages, so Phoebe is a lot like, what I learned in the book was I think that Phoebe and Carmen get along so well because they are very much alike. And right. Pippa is like Her mother. the moral compass of the family. <laughs> like she says, I think you need to apologize to mommy. Right. And, um, Which to someone who is a little rougher around the edges is like, okay, goody two shoes. <laughs> right. Like, back off. <laughs> Um, and Carmen tells Sophia that she is, she's done. Like, after Christmas, I'm out of here. Right. I'm not hanging around. I'm going back. Yep. I'll figure uh, it out. Yep. So, Mr. McCready takes Carmen to a lecture that Oki is doing because he is a professor. We find out that he's yes. a professor of, In, of dendrology. Trees. <laughs> of trees. <laughs> um, and she realizes that she may have missed her chance with him. And that's when she starts to realize that she sort of likes him. Right. You can't friend zone someone for a long time and then expect them to like you again. Like they they get the hint that you're, that they're friend zoned. And now she's had this realization that Mm -hmm. crap, I really do like him. Mm -hmm. What did I do? (laughs) And then a girl named Zoe comes into the shop with her children and Mr. McCready finds a small photograph and it seems to look like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, and I think on the back it said Eric, which is puzzling. Right. Who's um, Eric? So Carmen does have the party at the shop mm-hmm. and Blair brings Skylar. Of course. Um, but becomes defensive of Carmen because Skylar makes a, some comment and, um, he defends Carmen. Right. Um, and so Mr. McCready, McCready shares some personal information about his upbringing with Carmen and, um, some things like, I think that he knows that his dad may not be his real dad. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so she encourages him to meet with that. German couple again. Right. Um, and so then um, Skylar, being the wonderful human she is, tells Oki. Um, so he's looking for her. He's like, where's Carmen? Where's Carmen? Yeah. Um, and so she says that Carmen has a crush on Blair. And he's right. been turning her, her down. Um, and so Oki gets like super disappointed and leaves. Right, because now he's like, well, I don't have a chance because she's not even interested. Mm-hmm. And in turn, it's really just Skylar going behind her back right. and being a something or other. He even to the point is like, maybe I should just go back to Brazil. 
And so Blair tries to get Carmen to go out and she doesn't want to leave her own party. She's like, this is my party. Right. Like, and I'm, I'm having hosting. fun. And she realizes that like, this is where she wants to be. Yeah. <clears throat> and so she tries to find Oki, but she can't see him. There's right. so many people. And of course, at this point, we, we know he's left. And so Skylar acts like she knows nothing. And Carmen tries to think of a way to find Oki. And Mr. McCready gets drunk. <laughs> so she puts him to bed. <laughs> She's got to mother him. <clears throat> yes. A little, well, a little bit at least. She's yes. like, let's get you together. Right. Go get in your, go get in bed. We'll cover you up. I'll see you in the morning. Um, so Carmen gets home to find Sophia's water has broken. Of all times, of right. course. And uh, what we didn't tell before was that Sophia's husband, um, does a lot of business traveling. And so he's in like Italy right now. I think it was. right. He's here and gone and here and gone. And yes. of course, while he's away is when her water breaks. Right. And she is, I think she was not due for like maybe another week or something. Um, and so Carmen tries to get her a cab and the cab driver honks the horn and it's like 10, 11 PM. I mean, the yeah. kids are all asleep. Right. And so the children wake up and the cab driver is like, oh, no, 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 I'm not having, no. You can't Mm-mm. have a baby in my car. No, he's like, I just had this cleaned and Carmen and Sophia are like, we'll have it cleaned for you if there's any issue. And he's like, Mm-mm, no, and he drives off. And so Good then jerk. they're like, what, what are we going to do now? And so Carmen is trying to co- convince Sophia that she can take her. But the problem that Sophia has is that um, Carmen had like a glass of wine two hours ago, and so she's concerned about that. Sure, but you also have to realize that, especially um, the more pregnancies you have, yes, the faster labor is. So and, on and baby Sophia, number four, right? Sophia actually makes a comment. She's like, "At this point, it'll stroll out of me." Right, like any moment now. Um, and so it, the decision is made and she gets all the kids together and puts them in the car and takes Sophia to the hospital. She gets the kids settled. Carmen gets the kids settled. Um, and a nurse is like, I'll, I'll keep watch. Because sure, yeah. Sophia is like, I'm alone and I'll, right. be, I'll be fine. At first she's like, I'll be fine. And so, um, but no, when you're going through something like that, you need someone with you. Yeah, and so when she gets into the room to check on Sophia, she freaks out. She's like, I'm supposed to be able to have an epidural. It's too late now. Can we just do a cesarean? And the the nurse is like, okay, we could have you out of here like tomorrow or like three days from now. What do you want to do? And so she's really struggling with this, and Carmen coaches her. And um, then she goes out and like checks on the kids again, and Phoebe confides in Carmen that Skylar has been calling her fat and ugly. I don't like Skylar. No. This is bully. This is bully material. Yes. And so Sophia gets her settled and she's like, I think she falls asleep. And she goes back in because Sky, I mean, Sophia is still struggling. Like, they're like, lady, you got to push. Like, it's there. Right. Um, and so she says, okay, here's the thing. We got this. Skylar has told your daughter that she's fat and ugly. And what are we going to do about it? And so this gives the motivation 
<laughs> like it fires something up inside of her. Right. That she's like, I got to get out of here and take care of this one. Yes. And so she has the baby. <laughs> like roaring, pushing contractions. <laughs> yes. Um, And so the baby is here and um, Federico does finally come home and whatever. That's Sophia's husband. Yes. Um, and so then the kids asked for Carmen to take them to school, the school concert. So at first Carmen's like, I don't think we're going to be able to go to school because right. of what's going on. You all haven't slept and, um, but they really want to go. And so she calls McCready and says, I've got to take the kids. I won't be in today. Um, and Blair comes in to sign the rest of his books for the book signing. Right. Um, Oki comes into the bookshop and is looking for Carmen. And at this point, realize um, Mr. McCready realizes that um, <clears throat> that they really should be together, Oki and Carmen. Right. And he says, um, Oki says, I'm going to go back to Brazil. I know. So sad. I know. So Carmen goes to the concert and is brought to tears because Phoebe just has a beautiful voice right. and flourishes. Um, and then McCready tells Carmen that Blair came in and Oki did too. And he feels bad that he misread their relationship with Oki and Carmen. Right. And so she leaves to find Oki. She goes like to all these lengths. Um, right. She goes to the campus. Um, Carmen and Sophia kind of exchange texts about Christmas, right. and she's like, I want to bring someone. Is that okay? Right. <clears throat> and so no one is at the campus. Right. I, I, I imagine this very movie-like. Yes. Like, yeah, it's I like, can't find you. I need Like, to find you've got mail kind of, like, yes. running through the city. <laughs> um, so she, the one person she finds out on campus is none other than our bestie. Skyler, and um, she is like, yeah, I got fired, but it's fine. I have better opportunities. I'm going to L.A. with Blair and all, you know, all this. You go right ahead. Right. And um, she's like, have you seen Oki? And she's like, yeah, he's going home to Brazil. And um, she's so smug. I just want to hit her. Yeah. And she doesn't seem to really care that she got fired. And so, um. Carmen makes this comment. I wish that I had um, remembered the exact comment, but it was like, you are the worst human being ever. Like, basically, like she says that to her and then walks away. So Carmen gets, like, disoriented. She's, like, upset, and she actually gets on the wrong bus. (laughs) I mean, I've I've gotten on the interstate the wrong way. Yeah. And she goes, she finds herself at this, like... Not tree farm, but there's, like, this area with lots of trees. And she finds, figures out that these are Oki's favorite trees. Of course. And he's like, Carmen? Is that you? He's there. Full circle. Yes. <laughs> and so they confess their feelings for one another and kiss. Oh. Yes. But he's still like, but I'm going to Brazil. Right, and I'm I going home. Really, right. Like, how do we maintain Disappoint a relationship? my sisters and my mom. And um, they get on the train and <clears throat> to go to the airport. And it describes she, <laughs> Jenny Colgan, like, does a really good job of, like, describing their canoodling and a not so. <laughs> canoodling. 
And it's like the lights flickered and then they kissed and then she was on his lap and they were kissing again. And right. <laughs> um, but we find out in the last chapter that Oki does stay and he's staying at McCready's with him and they actually really get along well because they're two very intellectual people. Right. Um, and Sophia and Carmen are like really getting along too. The German couple comes back and share the letters um, of Mr. McCready's biological dad. So his mom had a relationship with this young man. He was 17, and his mom was a nurse. And <laughs> I know you guys can't see my face, but it's just like, hmm. And um, that he was going off to war and actually um, got shot because he was deemed a spy. And so, but the timing of it, she wouldn't have known that it was his or something or something of that, or that he would died or something. Um, And so, but that, that is his dad. Um, And his name is Eric. And so he, McCready's name is Eric too. So he was named after his dad. Um, And so Mr. McCready does not go to Sophia's for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to say, Sophia, in this whole time, does not name her child. She can't figure out the name. And she does not want another J, so she did P's for the girls and J's for the boys. Right. And Jack is like, well, aren't you going to do another J name? And she was like, mm, I don't think I need to be doing that. So she comes out of her, like, routine. Right, right. Also, um, and here, like, I, I mean, I don't know if it's different there, but in the States, you have to name your kid before you leave. Yeah, no, not for that. They make you fill out paperwork and everything. Right, nope. This child went, it was like, still baby is nameless. <laughs> right. And um, so, Oki is at Sophia's, and um, Mr. McCready actually goes to Mrs. Marsh's. Nice. Nice, young Mr. McCready. And, um... Carmen tells the story of Mr. McCready. Right. And Sophia goes, that's a great name. And she names the baby Eric. Aww. Yeah. Um, the epilogue talks about Pippa and Phoebe, and they are in Carmen's room. Now, when Carmen went to that um, bookstore party with the witches, she got a spell, like a potion. Right. Like, I imagine, you know those, like, test perfumes? Mm-hmm. Like, a test perfume tube kind of thing right. of this potion, and it's a sister bonding potion or something like that. Quote, unquote. <clears throat> right. right. <laughs> and um, the girls spill some of it. And they... Um, Inspired together. Well, we'll just fill it up with water and, and Auntie Carmen will never, She'll never know. know. Right. And then they do this pinky swear. They do sister pinky swear. And that's how it ends. Well, and maybe that was the reason behind the potion in general. So they would become closer. And when you have a secret with someone. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yep, yep. I liked it. It was very cute. I love, it is really I cute. love the bookshop feel also. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of made my organized brain frustrated that she wasn't like 
organizing the books better, but I let that go. <laughs> right. Because he really did have his <clears throat> own system. His own system. Yes. Which sometimes you just got to go with what works, but man. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was very cute. And I lo- like I said, I loved kind of the magical description of the setting and, the sh- mm-hmm. and Victoria Street and the shop, even though it's a dump. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But she really is able to transform it into something mm-hmm. that's beautiful and that people want to come in. And one of the things I didn't say um, is that they actually do make <clears throat> a good amount of money through that time period. And obviously Carmen is staying. and Right. She um, can help and, run the shop. Right. And so they do save the bookshop. Um, I gave the book a four out of five only because it was a little angsty for me. Um, with Carmen's character <clears throat> and some of the chapters we were talking about this before yeah, there's little pockets that are that you're slower. like did this need to be like two and a half chapters long of this right. um Could but overall some. right overall I thought it was a great book it was cute and had like it was not as hallmarky as we usually sure. find yes because we had that conversation mm-hmm. when we were looking for a Christmas book mm-hmm. that they all kind of have the same plot, like a Hallmark movie. Yes. They all kind of run in the same theme and or the same you know mm-hmm. storyline, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just different names in different places, but the storylines themselves are pretty true to mm-hmm. on track. Mm-hmm. It was more of like a family repair, like, and with mm-hmm. a little love tossed in. Right. It was cute. I liked it. Mm-hmm. So, our next book is a, oh, the other thing that I wanted to say, I felt like the reason why I gave this as a four is it's not a young adult book, but it had that feel of a young adult book. Agreed. Um, And so, I was not expecting that. I thought it would be a little bit more adultish. I mean, not that I needed like, I don't know, lots of adult topics, but it just felt a little YA to me. Right. And I wasn't expecting that. And that's okay. That. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting that. Right. Um, but our next book is... One I've never read. Me neither, actually. Have you not read... I haven't no. read this. And it's and a series. A, and it's a movie. Yes. And I haven't seen that either. <laughs> I've never what? seen it. Oh, my. We're going to have to watch it. Yes. All right. So what are we reading? It's called The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants by Anne Brashares. I hope I said her name right. I think that's right. Um, so I love the movie. It is. I mean, OK, so this is probably A girl's YA. coming of age. Yes. This right. probably is very YA, which I'm prepared for. It's fine. I know that it's going to be this way and I'm prepared. Right. Um, but. It is, I just love this movie. And it has some really great actors in it. So it has America Ferreira. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, It has, I don't know what her real name is, but Rory Gilmore. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, It has Blake Lively. Does it really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have known because I haven't seen it. Yes, and then... The last girl has been in some new things. She's not at, I don't want to say she's not as famous. That's mean, but um, I can't think of what she's in. And then there's a little girl who is in some things too. And I don't, I can't remember what she's in, but it's, it's a phenomenal movie. I love it. There's two movies. There's two? But there's like four books. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Hmm. I yeah, I would not have known. And I want to IMDb it because that's my brain. Love Sister. it. If I could spell sisterhood. Amber Tamblin. Is that who plays Tibby? Tibby. 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 Alexis Bladell is That's Lena. Rory. Rory Gilmore. Okay. America Ferreira is Carmen. Hey, look, Carmen again. Mm-hmm. Blake Lively is Bridget. Jenna Boyd is Bailey. What yeah, do I know her girl. from? Yeah, I can't remember what she's been in. She's been in a lot. She was in that show. Atypical. On oh, but she's been in other stuff too. Well, that's what I—that's where, where I would have known mm-hmm. her face. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Such a great movie. We're gonna have to have a girls' night. Yep. After we finish the book, after we have to yeah, finish right. the book, absolutely. First. So I'm excited. I'm excited Me to dig too. into it. I'm excited. I'm getting excited for Christmas. Um, like I said, we've got some things like we have our cookie making and things that are, um that are like kind of rounding in and we're going to round out Christmas, but um, we hope you guys have a great Christmas and a happy new year and enjoy your traditions. Enjoy your families. Tell us what some of your traditions are so that we can maybe incorporate them next year. Okay. One of my favorites. And I, I had a conversation with the kids the other day that what is, what is one thing that we do as a family, like a family tradition that you would want to carry on with your kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And Ami, my oldest, immediately said Krispy Kreme and lights. And Sarah said Chinese on Christmas Eve. And we were a, a Christmas story fanatics when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And we would go on Christmas Eve and get a big Chinese dinner every year. I mm-hmm. remember from the time I was six forward, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm well past six. <laughs> I'm <laughs> heading into my late 30s. And my kids don't know any different. Like, that's what mm-hmm. we do. That's what we do on Christmas Eve. We get mm-hmm. Chinese for dinner. We open up new Christmas jammies. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a nice something to look forward to on top of just gifts. Because it's not mm-hmm. just about gifts, right? It's right. not about receiving. It's all about giving. But I feel like it's just a nice one because we love the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bumpus Hounds eat their turkey. <laughs> but... Yes. But um, I think it's just a great, it's a great like bonding moments mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I just. And now I, we're part of that tradition. I know. <laughs> I just love that they like that's something that they want to mm-hmm. carry on for themselves. That's really nice. Cool. What did Levi want to carry on? Um, I don't know that he answered, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's seven, so whatever. You're right. But, he's like, but, I don't know. Right. But <laughs> the bigger two knew exactly, like. Mm-hmm. Ami was like Christmas, you know, Krispy Kreme and lights, and we do it every year, mm-hmm. and it's just a nice, it's just mm-hmm. nice moments mm-hmm. in like the the bustle of day to day. So yeah, cool. Well, come back for season three. We'll be back in January, probably late January, and um, we'll be back and just DM us on Instagram or Facebook, and it's at Books and Brunch Podcast. Or you can email us, um, booksandbrunchpodcast at gmail.com. And we are excited to see you guys for yet another season. Yep. We'll see you all next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.